Okay, we're back. Hey y'all, what's up? Let me lip smack it, okay? Let's not forget. Death, um, lipstick, ever, lip gloss, whatever. I should be popping, but anyways. Yes, I'm back. We're Kaya Ray, and here we are with another video. Um, we're actually doing chapter one of the four agreements. If you tuned in to the introduction to the four agreements, I really appreciate it, and I'm so sorry it's taken me so long to get back on here and do chapter one. I read it months ago, but like I've been so busy. So yeah, um, pretty much I'm going to start it off by reading... Um, chapter one introduction um which is pretty great um just trying to find the page <laughs> oh it's right here uh, i'm struggling hope y'all are doing okay <laughs> so pretty much chapter one it's the domestication and dream of the planet so i'm just pretty much summarizing quoting the book a bit and just giving my own little razzle dazzle up in there you know what i'm saying i gotta make sure this computer don't turn off because it turns off podcast stops i'm not going for it so i'm just gonna read the first little blurb here so what you are seeing and hearing right now is nothing but a dream you're dreaming right now in this moment you're dreaming with the brain awake dreaming is the main function of the mind and the mind dreams 24 hours a day it dreams when the brain is awake and it also dreams when the brain is asleep the difference is that when the brain is awake, there is a material frame that makes us perceive things in a linear way. When we go to sleep, we do not have that frame, and the dream has the tendency to change constantly. It's pretty deep, you know? Like, it's just pretty deep. So it's just pretty much like, you know, when we're awake, we perceive things in a, in a way. We're about to dive into what that all means, though. Um, so, I feel like my camera's gonna fall, hold on, ooh, ooh, okay, so, pretty much, um, the outside dream is kind of what this dives into, which is why we're talking about dreams, the outside dream is kind of pretty much the dream that you're doing when you're awake, it's what makes us perceive in a linear way, so, society's dream, slash the dream of the planet, uh, that's what the outside dream is. <laughs> it's the collective dream of billions. Uh, it's a collective dream of billions of smaller personal dreams. It includes all of society's rules and beliefs. We are born with the capacity to learn how to dream, and the humans before us teach us how to dream the way society does. Outside dream uses moms, dads, schools, religions to teach us how to dream. So pretty much, um... What's being said here is that we don't have any thoughts for ourselves. We are taught how to think, how to dream, how to be. Um, so attention is the ability we have to discriminate and to focus on what we wish to perceive. Adults use repetition as well as attention to teach us society's dream. You know, there's no room for our own understanding or self-knowledge when they do things like this when you're just shooting information at me all day i have no choice but to absorb it you know so we also learn how to hook the attention of other humans and we develop a need for it which becomes competitive um and then children you know they compete for their parents attention and this all carries into adulthood so this is just an example of having uns 
the unsolved childhood problems and like as an adult you're probably somebody who seeks a lot of validation and attention from others because you never broke that cycle as a child you know so next little part that they get into is the language so language is a code for understanding communications between humans every word in each language is an agreement you know once we understand the code our attention is hooked and the energy is transferred from one person to another the energy is transferred from one person to another when we use our words. So it's kind of like, mm, it's kind of like computer coding. I'm not a nerd like that, so I might not do all this right. But like, let's say you're coding a computer or something, right? But you need to, you know, send that same signal to a computer. The only way that computer is going to understand is if they have a key to that code, you know? That's the only way they're going to be able to do the functions that you want them to do. You know, so it's pretty much just essentially programming us to do what they want us to do, not what we want to do, you know, especially when it comes to language. It's just like, you know, we talk to each other and we only understand things because of how we were taught. Like somebody could have told you that water is not called water. You know what I'm saying? And growing up your whole life, you called it something different. That's because you agreed that, yep, this thing right here, this is called Baba. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how it works. You know, we only understand things because we agree that this is what that is. That makes sense. Okay, so more examples of this is like, it wasn't your choice to speak English. Um, you didn't choose your religion or your moral values. They were there before you were born. Um, you were never given the opportunity to choose. You know, it's hard to have a dream when you're deep inside of one. It's a Mac Miller quote. I just had to throw that in there because when I was writing this, I was like, this is what he was talking about because it's so hard to dream or aspire to do anything when you're trying to dream and inspire for the generations before you, ahead of you, you know what I'm saying? You're trying to make your family proud, also make your friends proud, also make society proud, you're trying to be a functioning member, but at the same time, you're trying to be a happy just human being, you're just trying to exist. It's a lot, you know? Um, we agree with the information passed to us via the dream of the planet. Um, the only way to store information is by agreement. If we do not agree, we do not store the information. If we do agree, we believe it. And this is called faith, to believe unconditionally. So that's like, if I walked outside and told you, look, the sky is red. You would be like, it's blue. And I'm like, no, it's red. And that's because I believe something completely different than you do. And you're not going to store like the information I'm telling you because you don't believe what the hell I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? You're like, there's no way the sky could even be red. Like, what the hell is she talking about? You know, like there's just, yeah, that's that like miscommunication and not storing any information that you were taught because it, you don't agree with it. Or that's like somebody hella I don't even know I want I want to say like Christian but I, I like that's not even a thing but just just somebody who's like a Karen let's say you meet a Karen and like you're trying to convince the Karen something and she's like no and that's just because she just simply can't agree like she doesn't understand she doesn't believe what the hell you're talking about so pretty much we have faith in the source of information our parents our schools um we may have like we're against their teachings at one point in our life um but if we were not strong enough to win the rebellion we surrender our beliefs with our agreements you know we, we fall to it like 
let's say you're like, no, I don't want to go to college, but then it's just like, your feelings, you feel super shitty about it, you end up going anyways, because you want to keep up, you know, the dream, like, oh, you're so smart, nobody else in my family has done this, you da, 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 da. you have all the opportunity, that's how they get you, <laughs> that's how they get you right there, um, so pretty much the domestication of humans is just surrendering to the beliefs with agreements, you know, we learn how to live, we learn how to dream, um, the information from the outside dream is conveyed into the inside dream, creating our whole belief system. So it's pretty much like we take like kind of the goals of society and the public and our parents and people, and we kind of like attach those goals to ourselves. Maybe like it's kind of like giving you a little bit of free will, but like at the same time, they still want you to follow suit with the pattern, like being able to pick where you go to college or something like that, or being able to pick a career, you know, not just having to work somewhere just because, but like actually having a choice, having an option, you know, having, being able to choose your major, that's your own personal dream inside of the outside dream. Ooh. Um... The outside dream teaches us how to be human. Oh, wait. Yeah, the outside dream teaches us how to be human, moral, and then we learn how to judge, you know? So we train our children the same way as an animal with a system of punishment and reward. I kind of feel like I'm skipping over something, but we're going to keep on going. Um. Oh, yeah, we're talking about domestic domestication, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we become a, we become afraid of being punished, and we're also afraid of not receiving the reward. We soon develop a need to hook others' attention in order to get the reward. So we keep doing what others want us to do, so long as the reward is good. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go to college if that means you're not gonna cut me off from my trust fund, mom. Yeah, I'm gonna do this if this means you're gonna give me that. Like yeah, I'm gonna do this if that means the government will do this for me. You know, it, it's just like always looking to get something out of your actions that is just doing it to fulfill you on the inside to make you happy you're looking for the 3d monetary you can't do that you know it's obviously not a way to live your life like but that's what is instilled into us which is why so many people do it and why it's so hard to break this habit because you know this has been going on parents school religion it all starts when we're this 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 big okay so yeah in fear, we start to pretend to be what we are not in order to please order others. This fear of rejection becomes the fear of not being good enough. You know, we become a copy of everybody else's beliefs. There is no more self-identity. We're just letting we're just letting other people's perception of us actually become our identity instead of looking in the mirror and perceiving yourself as you, you know? Um, yeah, so... All normal tendencies are all washed away in the domestication. You know, we rebel because we are defending our freedom, but we are so well trained that we become our own domesticator. We punish ourselves when we don't follow the rules according to our belief system. These agreements rule our dreams, you know. Uh, pretty much we kind of have like this book of law that rules our mind. It's based off of the outside dream all of these tendencies that have been placed upon us, all of these things. And it's just kind of like, you just continue to judge ourselves. When you do something bad and you go to jail for it, let's say you get locked up and you go to jail for it, 
you're only going to get judged one time. You're going to see the judge one time. You're going to say your sentence. That's it. But you might beat yourself up continuously over that one bad mistake, over that one bad action when you've already been punished. But we keep punishing ourselves, you know. We're going to keep going into this. So the inner judge, the person I was just talking about, uses our book of law what I was just talking about, to judge everything. Every time we do something that goes against the book, the judge says we are guilty and should be punished and ashamed of ourselves. The victim receives judges and carries around the guilt and blame. You know, the victim's always saying, I'm not good enough. And then the judge is always agreeing, like, sure, you're definitely not good enough, you know? You have to have that self-control and that strong mental ability to tell yourself, like, you are good enough, you know? Just because you made one mistake doesn't mean you can't get better. Even birds have to come down to eat. Like, you're not always going to be up here high. Okay? Like, <laughs> And pretty much all of this is based off of a belief system that you never got to choose to believe in in the first place. All of this judging, all of this self-hate you're giving yourself, all of this shame you're putting on yourself, it was never even your choice to begin with. This is all based on a system you never had a choice to believe in. You never had a choice to be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty. That's not pretty. You were told it was pretty. You were told it was beautiful. You don't really understand this until you get older and you're like, wait a minute. It's not making sense no more, you know? Uh, going against the book of law gives you a funny feeling in your solar plexus. It's called fear. Like, doing things that are out of your comfort zone, it gives you, like, those, I don't know about that. That's the fear talking, you know? Um, anything that challenges what you believe will make you feel unsafe. Even if the book is wrong, it makes you feel safe. So, even if something that was wrong was instilled to you for a very long time, it's going to keep bringing you comfort. Like, because that's the only, that's the only thing you know. You know, nobody's ever taught you different. You know, it gives you that safe feeling, even though it's wrong. You probably shouldn't think that way. It makes you feel safer to do that, you know? This is kind of like how people don't break generational cycles because they feel comfortable in what they're doing. But life is all about change and feeling uncomfortable, you know? Like, you shouldn't be comfortable 24-7. Like, that's not, that's not living because you have to change, like... Okay. <laughs> Anyways, a great deal of courage is needed to change your beliefs. Even though we didn't choose these beliefs, we agreed to them. So yeah, even though you didn't choose this, you agreed to it. And you know, with this domestication, with this book of law, this inner judge, where the fuck is the justice? You know what I'm saying? Justice is paying only once for each mistake. True injustice is paying more than once for each mistake. So every time you punish yourself for that past mistake that you made, you are giving yourself true injustice. You are doing like you are doing yourself dirty by doing that. To be honest, that's like you getting locked up for small petty crime and then they keep bringing you back to court. They keep putting you back behind bars over this same one single crime. You know how crazy that would be? Do you know how crazy that would be? Like, you didn't even do it again. They just keep bringing you back because they know that you did it the first time. Like, that's that's crazy. You know, the human is the only out animal on Earth that pays thousands of times for their same mistakes. We're the only animal that does it. The only ones. You know, every time we remember, we're reminded of our mistakes. Every time we remember, we're reminded of our mistakes. We go through the internal court again. 95% of the lease we store are nothing but lies, and we suffer because we believe all of these lies. And, you know, it's crazy, because it's, like, really true. Like, there's nothing that they teach you in school, 
that is actually true to your own personal self, to your own beliefs, you know? They just teach you what they want you to know. It's not actual knowledge when it's already been watered down, you know? So, the outside dream is not pleasant. It's full of violence, injustice, fear, war. You know, when we're looking at the human society, we are place so diff we see a place so difficult to live in because it is ruled by fear. It's ruled by people who don't want to break these generational curses, who don't want to feel uncomfortable, and who can't get out of this book of law, who can't stop judging themselves. You know? If we compare the dream of human society with the description of hell, they're exactly the same. Exactly the same. Hell is a place of punishment, fe fear, pain, and suffering. Fire is generated by emotions that come out of fear. There's so much fear in the world right now. There's so much fear in the air that this just might as well be fucking hell. Like, it literally, it just might as well be hell. You know? And that's, that's just honestly no lie. But, you know, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> I'm not going to keep talking because I'm going to just, like, ruin this. But, yeah. Whenever we feel the emotions of anger, jealousy, envy, or hate, we are experienced with the fire burning within us. Hell is a state of mind, and it's all around us. It's just a state of mind, you know, which, which is why you can live. Sorry um, to my people on the podcast. The video just stopped recording, but I still needed to keep recording. So what we're going to do is go like this. And then we're going to go like this. And we're going to go like that. And we're going to do it one more time. We're just going to click. Let's start. Okay. But yeah, hell is a state of mind. And it it's all around us. And that's like why you can live heaven on earth. If you let go of all this fear, if you break these agreements, you know, you can really thrive out here which is what they don't want you to know, which is what they don't want to tell you, you know? Other people can put us into a deeper hell, but only if we allow them to by agreeing to whatever they're saying to us. We learn to dream hell in our own life and in our or in, in our personal dream. We don't need to dream a nightmare, but it's possible to enjoy a pleasant dream. You know, we don't have to live in a state of hell. We don't have to be surrounded by fear all the time. We don't have to be uncomfortable being uncomfortable. You know, we don't have to be scared of taking that next step into a better life. You know, um, all of humanity is searching for truth, justice, and beauty. You know, we search and we search and we search for truth because, wait, <laughs> we search for truth because justice because beauty because with any uh this doesn't make sense what i wrote right here believe oh yeah so we search for beauty we search for truth all because um if we only believe in our beliefs we can't find the lies in our system and the beauty in the mind uh and the beauty in other people I don't know. It's not making sense. I'm just gonna the next part. We keep searching and searching when everything is already within us. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> We're searching for all of these things, beauty, truth, justice, all that's already within us. We just have to give it to ourselves first, you know? We don't see the truth because we are blinded by our false beliefs. We have to believe our own beliefs. Um, we have to believe others are right. Others are wrong and make ourselves right. We live in a fog that's not even real. Our beliefs set us up for suffering. We live in a fog 
that doesn't let us see further than our own nose. Your mind is a fog, which the Toltecs called a mitote. I think that's right. So it's pretty much like we're suffering because like this whole system just set us up for that. You know, everything they taught us, the whole uh, reward system, all of that has set us up to self-domesticate ourselves and punish and judge ourselves 24 fucking 7. So yeah, your mind is a dream where thousands of people talk at the same time and nobody understands each other. With this big metote, you cannot see who you really are. Metote is fog. So with this big fog around you, you cannot see who you really are. It's an illusion, um, personality notion of I am, concepts programming. Um, It's pretty much giving you a false sense of who you are, a false sense of reality. You know, we cannot see who we truly are and we cannot see that we are not free. You know, if you do not know who you really are, you can't actually see the shackles that this belief system has placed on you, that the outside dream has portrayed upon you. You can't see the chains that's bounding you because you can't even see yourself for who you really are. You think you're free, but you're honestly just living in society's prison. You know, it, it makes you feel free. It really does. But in reality, when you take a step back and look at it, process it, it you're not truly free. You know, this is why humans just being ourselves. Wait, this is why just being ourselves. This is why humans just being ourselves resist life. To be is the biggest fear. Oh, wait. This is why humans resist life. To be alive is the biggest fear humans have. Death isn't the biggest fear. It's taking the risk to be alive. To be ourselves is the biggest fear. We have learned to live our lives trying to satisfy others' demands. Like We've learned to be satisfied. Like Living our lives, dedicating our lives to make other people happy. Like how does that make sense, you know what I'm saying, just, it doesn't make sense, but literally everybody does it, and, like, a lot of people don't even realize it, so we live by other people's point of view because of the fear of not being accepted and not good enough for somewhere else, during the process of domestication, we form an image of what perfection is, you know, we create an image of how we should be um, in order to be accepted, but we don't fit this image, we create this false image, we will never be perfect from this point of view, So it's like, we are now falsely projecting onto ourselves to make other people happy. But this in turn doesn't make us happy because now we're hiding ourselves behind all these layers, all these different perceptions, except for our own. Where is your own self-perception? You know, not being perfect, we reject ourselves. The level of self-rejection depends on how affected the adults were in breaking our integrity. So, literally, if you had a parent who always talked to you about your weight or this, that, and the third, you're always, not always, but you're going to be constantly struggling with that until you break that agreement. Until you break that agreement of when he was like, yeah, you know what, you're right, maybe I do have a problem. Because in reality, you don't have a problem. You just need to conquer your mind and make yourself feel good just the way you are. Really give yourself love, self-love. So we cannot forgive ourselves for not being perfect. So we try to hide ourselves and pretend we're not. We wear social masks to keep others from noticing this. Um, We wish to be a certain way that they are not. Um, We dishonor ourselves to please other people. When 
we even do physical harm to our bodies to please other people. Nobody abuses us more than we abuse ourselves. When we make mistakes in front of people, we cover them up. But when we're alone, the judge and guilt come right out. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has been in this point where they honestly are not living their doing the best things for themselves because they're trying to make other people happy like honestly if you haven't been there then it's just like much props to you but I know I've been there and like too many other people have as well you know like this is not okay but like I hope people realize that this is not a problem that just they're going through but this is something that everybody goes through because we're trying to all be a part of the outside dream instead of creating our own inside dreams and going from there you know um, the limit of self-abuse is exactly the limit you will tolerate from someone else. If someone abuses you a little more than you do, you will walk away. But a little less than you abuse yourself and you'll stay and tolerate it because you think you deserve it. We have the need to be accepted and loved by others, but we cannot accept and love ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like We want to accept and love everybody, but ourselves, like how how does that work how are you going to be happy like that you know doesn't make sense self-abuse comes from self-rejection which comes from having an image of what it means to be perfect if you don't think you're perfect all in the way you actually are right now already then how is anybody else going to see you know like okay huh. i'm getting all riled up like oh prelude to a new dream there are thousands of agreements you've made the most important are those you've made with yourself. This result is what you call personality. One single agreement isn't the problem, but we have many agreements that make us suffer and fail in life. You know, in order to have a life of joy and happiness, you must break those agreements that you are. This is like the prelude to a new dream. You must break those agreements that you are fear based and claim your personal power. We are born with we are born with a personal um, dream that we rebuild every day after we rest. We use this power first to create and keep these agreements as a result. Um, oh, we use this power first to create and keep these agreements. As a result, we feel powerless. Fear requires us to expand a lot of energy, expend a lot of energy. Agreements are... Agreements of love help us conserve and even gain extra energy, just enough power to survive each day because most of it is used to, is used on traps. Yeah, so it's just like pretty much in order to have a new dream, you know, actually be yourself, love yourself. It's like we have to let go of these fear and these agreements that bound us to fear. We only need agreements that bound us to love. So we'll have more energy to do the things that we really appreciate and to break those other agreements that have been placed upon us. You know? This is almost over. And our, if our agreements rule our life and we don't like our life, then we must change the agreements. There are four very powerful agreements that will help us break these that are rooted in fear. Every time you break an uh, every time you break an agreement, all the power you use to create it returns to you. These new agreements will create enough personal power for you to change the entire system of your old agreements. Instead of living in a dream, instead of living in a dream of hell, you will be creating a new dream, your own personal heaven. So, 
honestly, every time you break an agreement, all the power that you've been using to uphold that agreement returns back to you. So why wouldn't you want to break those agreements and settle into these new four agreements of pure love, light, energy, things to make you live your new personal heaven on earth? You know what I'm saying? So that has been it for chapter one. Um, I feel like some big major lessons are the, on, in this chapter are definitely the self-domestication of the human, um, the dream of the planet, and definitely just everything about how we abuse ourselves, how we treat ourselves, how we have this image of, of being perfect that if we don't obtain, now we hate ourselves. Like, I feel like all of this is just like, it just kind of gets you ramped up to read more because it's like okay how do I get out of this fear how do I get out of this state of feeling so shitty all the time you know what I'm saying you really pull yourself up out of this hole while reading this book because it opens your eyes up to different perspectives it's like it's not just you that's going through these things the entire planet is going through these things not only is this book like a confirmation of that like this shit was written how many years ago? Like, the Toltecs are ancient, you know what I'm saying? And they understood it then, so now all we have to do is understand it now, understand it, and then teach it back to others, which is what I'm out here trying to do right now. So, if you really like this um, podcast, video, whatever platform you're using, please like it, and I'll get the new post up, okay? Chapter 2 will be on the way as soon as possible, alright? And yeah, I just want you guys to know, you can leave a tip, I'm gonna leave like my cash app, PayPal, all that stuff in the description below and yeah make sure you shop some apparel go to the website check out the tarot blog post everything do that aos rakai ray i'm out much love peace light and blessings to everybody i wish you much bliss abundance and success okay peace out girl scouts till next time